Welcome to Dirt's Podcast. I'm Brock, and as always, that is Brooks. What up, what up? Not much, mate. Just tired, moving. That's why we haven't had a show in, well, we didn't have a live. And we had a missing show that sort of has a stopgap, but yeah, we're back. I mean, it, it wasn't even a show. That was you shitting on Draymond Green for 45 minutes. You're lucky it was only 45 minutes. You could go longer than that. Well, now I'm about on the same boat, so. Yeah, he'll get traded. Well, they pretty much said anyone but Curry at this point, so. I'm surprised they don't trade coaches. That would be the next thing. Yeah, so I think in the NFL that's happened before, sort of, where like teams have given up like draft picks. I know they kind of did it in the UFC and won championship. Really? How would that work? Well, the UFC gave one Mighty Mouse, yep. Demetrius, and the UFC in return got Ben Askren. Ah. Yeah, so that was technically a trade. Yeah. Right. And now you never see that. Like, I don't think we'll ever see that again with the UFC. No, it's, it's yeah, I think it's like Mighty Mouse, I think he defended his title like 10 times or something. He was like the most dominant, you know, weight division championship mm-hmm. and i think it was 10 times it was a hell of a lot, a lot. to the point Jesus. where like he was a good fighter. he's well, still is a good fighter but oh. it was where the the point where you know it was like uh, who's gonna beat him really he's like cleaned out the division twice sort of thing ben Askren had kind of done that uh yeah, one championship, right. and i don't know if that was his only promotion he was with where he did that but then yeah they traded them and then Askren he got I think he got a controversial win against Robbie Lawler sounds correct and then he absolutely got wrecked by Jose Masvidal in about three seconds with the flying (laughs) knee the iconic flying knee and I don't know I think he only had three fights I don't think he had many yeah, I don't know whether he had one before Jorge or he had one after, or I think he only had three off the top of my head, and then I think he retired. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I feel like the Jorge fight was the last one, because that was, I mean, I would retire. Yeah, Demetrius is, I'm pretty sure he's still going in one. He has been That's beaten crazy. in one, I think, but they have different, like, they have mixed martial arts, I think, kickboxing. Yeah. more Thai. My tie. I'm not even saying right. that right. And I don't know why I'm not saying that right because I know what the sport is. Yeah, they have different different categories. There were five all in the one night sort of thing. Gotcha, so gotcha. They, they have it set up. And they're more Asia-based as well. Okay, that's what I thought. It's just never, I mean, like, UFC is so dominant. Like, I never think to, like, check it. And I mean, there needs to be, like, a big fight to get me into it. It's the same thing with, like, boxing. Like, Nagano fights and locked in, but anybody else who could care less, but I did see, I don't know who was talking about it, I wish I knew so I could credit them, but somebody's bringing up how the UFC, it might have been on Twitter, is they think the UFC is going to run into an issue with promoting their fighters. However, I feel like we have this argument every few years, and then we get, you know, Izzy, Oliveira, Uzman. Like, I don't think UFC has an issue promoting and marketing their fighters. I think people are just scared of change. I know I am. Like, once Oliveira loses to Islam again, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, well, it depends if UFC has control over them or the fighters have control over themselves or... True. You know, if True. you've got 
Naganu going to boxing and making more than what he made in in one like, fight than his yeah. career in him. And he was a pay-per-view draw. He's a fucking job. You know, well, then you've got, you know, the, on the female side of things, female fighters starting OnlyFans and making more money on OnlyFans than what they hey, are as fighters. Listen, so it's like Ronda Rousey going something. to WWE. Well, yeah. So there's something wrong there if, you know, an offshoot like that. Well, that's always been the argument is fighter pay. Like, that's what Dana White gets shit for all the time. And aren't they doing some antitrust thing or at the moment there's some i thought so lawsuit or something i didn't completely understand it. yeah some text got leaked or released no maybe not leaked got released within the case of something i think where the former mm. owner was talking to or texting with dana white and oh. they were pretty much calling john jones a, a shithead and an asshole or something oh, like boy. that <laughs> which is common knowledge he's a he's a shit human being I mean... but... I think he would maybe admit that at this point. And look at his fucking brother, Chandler Jones, too. Like, I know yeah, he played say no. Most of that family, yeah. Is a a little, yeah. I mean, they've all done sports where you get shots to the head to make your living. I mean, I would imagine not everything is so smooth up there. But <laughs> I don't... Hey, they could beat my ass. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of all things black... <laughs> what? You've, you've oh, been you perusing Twitter. Of course, as I like to do. Yes. As I like to do. So I've found, sorry to cut you off. I, this story just gets me so fucking excited because A, it's a shot at the FBI, which everyone loves. Who doesn't love a good shot at the FBI? And the FBI? Fuck the F female body inspector. <laughs> sure I'll buy two of those t-shirts. <laughs> I think it's from The Office, too, where Michael Scott has, like, a mug of it. <laughs> Anyways, so Monday was a Martin Luther King Day. Good holiday. Great man. Also, Darren Rovell Day. Tune into the Wrap It Up podcast for that because that man might be the most racist person on Earth, which is hilarious. Now, the FBI tweets out on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, this hashtag MLK Day, the hashtag FBI, a little, little heavy on the hashtags here, boys. You're not promoting your podcast. <laughs> honors one of the most prominent leaders of the civil rights movement and reaffirms its commitment to Dr. King's legacy of fairness and equal justice for all. Good sentiment. That's probably what MLK wanted for sure. For sure. Now, ever since Elon Musk took over Twitter, the best feature has certainly been community notes. You'll see them when they're helpful, when people are trying to go viral, because you know how you can get paid out from Twitter. People will try to go viral by posting these videos on top of like trending topics. Like I think there was one yesterday where there was some sort of bombing, and then they said that the video is like from 2021. Oh, so right, okay. There's it's kind of like a fact check. Yes, exactly. And so there's parts where it's helpful like that. Other times it's funny, like you'll see them on the ads that get pushed to you on Twitter. Like one of them always shows up where it says like this company is like a scam that charges like four times the price. I saw one the other day. It was like a workout regimen and the note just said this workout is a scam. So you get your funnies, you get your convenience, you get your knowledge. I love it. Now, Twitter decided to give a community note to the FBI, which I love. So this community note says the readers added context. 
The FBI engaged in surveillance of King, attempted to discredit him, and used manipulation tactics to influence him to stop organizing. King's family believes the FBI was responsible for his death. Now, that also included sending, like, spies, basically, when he was out on these marches and all of that, when he was in hotels, like, they're wiretapping his hotels. They had information that I, he cheated on his wife, and so they wrote an email basically being like, yeah, you should kill yourself or else we'll release these. Like, a, not from the FBI. I don't think emails are around then. I, I meant letter. I meant a letter. Because <laughs> looking at my email, my, <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what like, I, mean. I, know he, I know he was important and all, but I don't think they just invented hey. emails. Just hey, we weren't there. Send it to him. We don't know that. We weren't there. So, so the FBI does all of that. And then in the same breath, they're like, we are staying committed, improving on his legacy. So what does that mean? Spying on more people? Getting more people to try and kill themselves because they cheated? Now look, cheating is not not good. <laughs> not good. Boo. Bad. Boo. I'm surprised the FBI didn't try and close down those allegations. Uh, I got you there. We don't know if it's a hoe, though. Listen, the world yeah, needs hoes. Anyways. Huh? The world needs hoes. No, 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 no. No, I think you miss. I wasn't meant like that joke wasn't that the aim of that joke wasn't as in hose as in horse hey how much the aim of that joke was hose as in water listen i might be all the way over here in australia but but i do know some type of rioting and things that went on and the cops got the hoses out and Correct. blasted away some marches Correct. and whatnot. And that's pretty much only because they're not allowed to fucking unload their AR fucking 50. I don't know if that's the gun. Gun people are going to get pissed. They're not allowed to unload on their guns. I'm sure if they had the option, they would stay away from the fucking water to take care of these people. Clearly, if they're mad at somebody for cheating, I bet you there's somebody in that FBI department who was, quote unquote, investigating Dr. King who most certainly was not loyal to their significant other. Hey gang, did you know Derek's the podcast is part of the Antisocial Network? Well, now you do. What is the Antisocial Network, you ask? It's a group of podcasts that are free to listen to. So if you like our podcasts, or if you like podcasts about crime, wrestling, mental health issues and recovery, or anything else, then head on over to www.antisocialnetwork.net. Like I said, free to watch. You can watch straight from the website or you can go through to each podcast's own platform. The choice is yours. That's the Antisocial Network and that is at www.antisocialnetwork.net. Now let's get back to the show. I can guarantee you that. Serious question. What was he a doctor of? I think it was a doctorate, I believe. I don't know uh, what he went to school for, but I think it was one of those. I don't think it was like a medical practice doctor. I don't know all of that. They didn't teach us great in the public schools of Massachusetts, believe it or not. But anyways, I find it always entertaining when everybody can take a collective dunk on the FBI because, well, unless they're listening, the FBI is great. But when they're not listening, anyway. I found that very enjoyable. Get cooked by the community notes, baby. 
And also shout out MLK Day and shout out Darren Rovell Day. Yeah, I don't know who the second one is. The... Darren Rovell, I think it was two years ago on Martin Luther King Day, tweeted out how he's got like memorabilia from civil rights movements being like, these are some of my favorite pieces, showing them off like they're Pokemon cards. And then uh, okay. got mad because somebody was like, dude, this is kind of racist. <laughs> like, this is weird. He's like, I think the tweet was something along the lines of him being like, it's ironic that you call me racist on today of all days. Like, I have over nine signed MLK collectibles. Like, wait, what? And then, of course, he goes with the tried and true, I have black friends. Like, okay, when you throw that one out, you've probably lost the argument. <laughs> that one doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and then he, like, continued throughout the day. He'd, like, tweet something out responding to people. Because then he's one of these people. You can get a reaction out of him. So people are just trolling him the whole time. And so he'd go back and forth with people. This went on all day. He's like deleting tweets, but then he doubled back down, but then he deleted again and then went on like a Twitter spaces and just like went off talking about how he's got like a pen from Dr. King, you know, Rosa Parks card. Like very, very, very weird. <laughs> and again, if you have to deny that vehemently that you're not racist, people are going to ask the question. You're going to be like, why? Why are you so defensive? And he is like a weirdo on Twitter. There's another thing. He, I think it was the day of the JFK assassination, like the anniversary of it or whatever. Yeah. He posted at like 7.30 in the morning the video of JFK getting shot. And everyone was like, dude, what the fuck? Like we didn't even start the day yet. So he's just like a fucking psychopath. And I don't even know how he got famous. He like would report on like the prices of items at like sports stadiums. I don't even, it's very confusing how he got famous. And now he's just famous for people being like, oh, you're the MLK guy. So shouts to Darren Ravel as well on his holiday. Just a sidetrack before we go into the next one, because this is just Dor breaking. Oh. Do you know who James Dolan is? Yes, I just saw this. He's getting me too here and apparently is friends with Harvey Weinstein. So, yeah, New York, this is breaking. New York Knicks owner James Dolan, media mogul Harvey Weinstein, accused of sexual assault in U.S. federal lawsuit. Oh, so it's a different lawsuit against Weinstein, too? Yeah. A woman has alleged New York Knicks owner James Dolan sexually assaulted her a decade ago and then set her up to be molested by now-imprisoned film producer Harvey Weinstein, oh according God. to a federal lawsuit filed in Los Angeles. In 2013, plaintiff Kelly Croft was a 27-year-old licensed massage therapist working on a tour for the Eagles. Ooh. Dolan's band, JD and the Straight Shot, opened for the rock band. Yep, I didn't know that. Dolan, who was 58 at the time, allegedly used his power and influence on the tour to reportedly manipulate and pressure Croft to submit to sex with him, the lawsuit says. Wish I had that power. The Associated Press. What do you do anymore? But I mean, submit. Well, you know, like in, in a good way. Yes. The Associated Press does not typically name people who say they were sexually assaulted unless they come oh, yeah. forward publicly or consent to being identified as Croft has done. Ooh, that makes it interesting. When the tour traveled to Los Angeles, Dolan flew Croft there, even though almost no tour members signed up for him. Massage appointments 
the lawsuit said. Okay. Dolan then continued to sexually exploit her and orchestrated a seemingly random meeting between Croft and Weinstein, a friend of his, in a hotel elevator in early 2014, the suit alleges. Weinstein offered her opportunities to work on film sets, according to the lawsuit. Well, that checks out. And changed into a loosely tied bathrobe. That's it. That's his MO. In his suite. Yeah and asked Croft to give him a massage. She felt uncomfortable and left the suite, but Weinstein, still in the bathrobe, followed her, the suit charges. He forced his way into her hotel room and sexually assaulted her, the lawsuit states. Oh my God. When she told Dolan of the alleged attack, he neither seemed surprised nor offered to help her report the assault to police, she alleges. Croft alleges that Dolan knew about Weinstein's misconduct towards women and told her, we all know Weinstein has problems. Indeed, with his comments, Ms. Croft felt that Dolan completely dismissed the gravity of the situation and did not truly care about what his friend had done to her, the suit states. Dolan was a member of the board of directors for Weinstein's film production company for about a year between 2015 and 2016. In 2017, Dolan was named in a lawsuit against members of the board that alleged that they were aware of Weinstein's conduct towards women but did not try to stop it. Croft, now 38, is seeking a jury trial and unspecified damages. I have suffered so profoundly because of what James Dolan and Harvey Weinstein did to me years ago. And it was not an easy decision to come forward and seek justice, she said in a statement. But for me to truly address my trauma, I need to seek accountability. Dolan, as executive chairman of Madison Square Garden Sports Corp, heads the NBA's Knicks and NHL's Rangers. Mm -hmm. His attorney, E. Dania Perry, said there is absolutely no merit to Croft's allegations and references to Weinstein are simply meant to inflame. Kelly Croft and James Dolan had a friendship Perry said in a statement. Bottom line, this is not a he said, she said matter. Well, depends. Uh, it could be a they said, <laughs> them said, it. you never know. And there is compelling evidence to back up our position. We look forward to proving that in court. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver did not comment specifically on the allegations on Tuesday, saying Shut he had up. only read news stories about the lawsuit. So we'll stand by and wait to find out. More information. As Commissioner, Silva has broad powers to act in instances of wrongdoing. Weinstein is currently serving a 23-year sentence for a rape and sexual assault conviction in New York that is under appeal. Da-da-da-da-da. And that just goes on about Weinstein. Right. And it just goes on about Dolan, how he got in with the New York Knicks. Yep, 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 yep. Silver's a squid. He's not going to fucking do anything. A couple of takeaways. One, the part about being anonymous, the fact that she has no problem putting her name out there, that makes it a little more interesting. Also, we fucking know Weinstein's a creep. I believe everything about the Weinstein part. I mean... Oh, here's a little tidbit I didn't know. Hmm. The Madison Square Garden organization, which did not respond to requests for comment on Tuesday, has been the subject of multiple lawsuits under Dolan's ownership, most notably when former team executive... Anusha Brown-Sanders alleged she was sexually harassed by former team president Isaiah Thomas. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that the Isaiah Thomas? Uh, it's got to be, right? It can't be the tiny one. He uh, was, I think he's still technically a free agent. <laughs> and then former Knicks player Charles Oakley 
sued Dolan after he was forcibly arrested at a game in 2017. Yep. So a judge threw out the lawsuit three years later. Okay. Yeah, James Dolan definitely seems like a creepy kind of scumbaggy guy. Like, I know Knicks fans hate him because the Knicks have been so bad for so long. <laughs> you don't think they're big James Dolan guys. I... No, so that just popped up. When you're friends with Harvey Weinstein, I mean... <laughs> Straight Especially up at that point. When he... Even they said in the suit that Dolan was like, oh, we know he's got problems. What? <laughs> a sexual predator? Problems? I believe that's, again, a sexual predator. I don't think that's just problems. Problems are you stub your toe in the morning, you drop your toothbrush. Those would be problems. Saying, I can get you in Hollywood, but only if you suck my disgusting slug of a penis. That's a sexual predator. How do you know it's a slug of a penis if you've seen it? Have you seen him? Come on. That's the best <laughs> description I've ever... Have you seen Harvey Weinstein? He's an <laughs> ugly motherfucker. Oh, we'll go, we'll go to uh, an uplifting and happy story. <laughs> now, you're a golfer, so you frequent golf clubs. Of course. Yep, so this actually happened at a golf club. Oh. Have you ever been to the Greyhawk Golf Club in North Scottsdale, Arizona? Believe it or not, I haven't. Okay. You probably might want to go, because the heading of this story, kids hospitalized after <laughs> unknowingly eating gelato with THC at United States restaurant. So I'm not laughing at the hospitalized part, but... The reason behind the hospitalization is kind of chuckle-worthy. Yeah. Like a lightweights. There was a restaurant within the, yes. the golf club. Which most places will do that. Like, my golf course technically has that. Most places, like Arizona, I think that's where Scottsdale is. So Arizona would, like, never close because they don't have a winter. Uh, it yeah, true. No, yeah. where it's five fucking degrees like it is here. Whereas in Massachusetts, we close down. And most places will keep their restaurant open. However... What I'm more concerned about here is how, who, who's the moron who wasted their THC to put it in the gelato? That's a wasted THC. Maybe they just make a THC flavored gelato. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm fucking relocating to Arizona right now. <laughs> so yeah, two families were affected Oof. by it and the kids had to be rushed to the hospital because of it. What are, does it say the ages of the kids? One was a five-year-old. Okay, okay, well, all right. So we're talking about, you know, like, teens. This is a quote from one of the mothers. I thought my daughter was dying. People should know about this. This isn't something that should be happening. Well, she's right. (laughs) And then this is from another one, another one of the parents. So Max is completely unresponsive. I start smacking him. I'm sitting on top of him, shaking him. And he won't wake up. I'm opening his eyes and they rolled back in his head. (laughs) Are they sure it's THC? This sounds like fentanyl. I mean, I guess they are young. So yeah, Max was seven and the the daughter, the other one was, sorry, Max was five and the the daughter was seven, sorry, I should say. So they said they started feeling sick. She had thrown up all over the bed. She was just really unresponsive. Her eyes were open, but she just wasn't there. Well, it's working. So they called 911 and the paramedics rushed rushed from the hospital. At the same time, they thought it was food poisoning. That was the daughter of the one family. And then Max, 
the son of the other was admitted to hospital the next day after he was unresponsive. Jesus. So they rushed him to urgent care. Jesus. So the mother took photos of her son, which showed Max passing out in his car seat and then on a stretcher. The hospital, she said the doctors ran test after test trying to figure out what was wrong. Hours later, she she said the doctor came back with the surprising results. He pulled up a chair and he said, well, Max tested positive for marijuana. I was like, ow. I was with him all night. And he goes, right. I don't know, you tell me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's assuming. <laughs> this doctor's a prick. Yeah, yeah he's got him smoking a fat joint. So this is where both families said they started connecting the dots back to the vanilla gelato they were served at Isabella's Kitchen. We figured out that it was the only thing that everyone who got sick had in common. Records show investigators later discovered employers at the, at the restaurant unknowingly served their children vanilla Italian ice cream laced with THC, the active ingredient in marijuana. It doesn't happen unknowingly. I know. Lab results from the Arizona Department of Agriculture confirmed the vanilla gelato officers collected as evidence from the restaurant tested positive for THC. Free scoop of gelato with every kid's meal. Little did they tell you that they're laced with marijuana. I would get the fucking gelato as I'm making the turn to go play the back nine after I finish my front nine. Like, Yo, let me get one of them gelato. So unsurprisingly, both families are now suing the company that owned the uh. restaurant at the time of the incident, because it's since been sold, and the company that made the gelato. Interesting. See, again, I don't think that's, I bet it's some fucking shithead teens who brought like their THC butter with them, put it in the gelato to have it, you know, at the end of their shift. And so I guess maybe unknowingly, I guess unknowingly gave it to them. I thought they meant unknowingly put THC in it. It's like that doesn't just happen. They serve on the children's menu. Gelato that drugs your children. It's outrageous, said the family's attorney, Michael Burke. They had all the responsibility from the management of Greyhawk all the way down to the restaurant itself. On top of everything else, according to the lawsuit, per the hospital's protocol, the parents were reported to Arizona Department of Child Safety after doctors oh, found a large amount of THC in their son's system. That's this weird that quote from the attorney. Like they serve it. It's like they've done it deliberately. Like yeah. Right. Again, I, don't. I think it was some shithead teenagers who were going to fucking eat it after their shift and somebody else who was working grabbed like the wrong ones. One of the husbands immediately called the police once they had their suspicions about the gelato at the restaurant. That would have been a good phone call. Hey, I'm just, <laughs> just calling you because of this. edible gelato still? Apparently, another person got sick and <laughs> later they learned that three restaurant employees had also become ill after eating the gelato that same evening. Are we sure this is THC then? Because I think we have a bigger issue at hand. Well, it's not going to be the restaurant because employees of the restaurant are getting sick. So That's what I mean. Yeah. So like, I mean, unless there's like something else in the THC, which is very much possible and they weren't testing for that, but I feel like that's... They can't come up anywhere. What's that? It would probably come up anyway, don't they? Test for like a multitude of things. Yeah, I would think. think. The report said that some of those employees said they were too high to drive and one of the employees was 13 weeks pregnant. Okay, well, that person's an idiot. 
the parents also got the vanilla gelato and became ill, according to the lawsuit. One of the parents said that her eight-year-old daughter, Zoe, ate a portion of the vanilla gelato, then switched with her brother, Max, who had ordered the chocolate gelato. She took one bite and said, this tastes funny. I'm not going to eat it. Max said, mm. oh, I'll switch you. <laughs> I'll W for the brother. I mean, he's fucking... No, for the he, brother took the hit. Well, I mean, he took the L for his daughter. That's a, that's a good man right there. His daughter and sister. Yeah. <laughs> He's, you know, taking one for the team there. You got to appreciate that. Wow. So during the investigation, officers collected three tubs of vanilla bean gelato from the restaurant. Jesus. Three tubs would later test positive for THC. All right. Yeah, that is quite a it's got to be something that, here we go. According to the lawsuit, Heartbreak Creamery, <laughs> it's a great name, great. created and distributed the ice cream and did so without a proper license. Mm. Aha. Now we're on to something. Yeah. Took them a while to get there, but we finally, way to bury the lead. They could have started with, you know, gelato company that was operating without a license. And <laughs> be like, oh, okay. That's not clickbaity. Sure. No, you're right. You're right. We wouldn't be talking about it, but yeah, Rogue Gelato Company. Rogue Gelato. <laughs> Just get into the THC business, you motherfuckers. Unless THC is legal in Arizona, I don't know. I assume it is. It's very odd that everyone got sick from it, so either they suck at their mixing, and they don't have the... And I mean, edibles are very hard to make. One of my buddies it took him a very long time to get good at it. I remember he'd, you know, bring over his first batch. You know, you choked it down, and you're like, pretty good, buddy. It's good. Wrap it up podcast on Instagram. Got it in before the 30 second gang. Got you. That's how you find the Wrap It Up podcast, which I host every single week with myself, Cody, and Laka. Available wherever you get podcasts, the Instagram underscore between each word. And if you go to any of the most recent episodes we have dropped, we've got a new website and it is so sexy. I, I sometimes just enjoy looking at the website and admiring it because it's it's a refreshing, modern, sleek website. But you got to go check it out for yourself. New episodes every single week. And we're live every Friday on the free Podbean app, weekly wrap-up. And, you know, some people say Brock's ad reads are obnoxious and pandering my idea is to make them more obnoxious and more pandering and that's what i've done to you here so come join us on fridays on podbean and shit on brock and i because i'll make that guy call in that fun fun guy follow the instagram check us out every week back to the show maybe it was like you probably haven't seen it because you don't watch movies but the Incredible Hulk and the Hulk movies. Ah, uh-huh. right. So he's got because he, he was exposed to gamma rays in one of the okay. movies. I think it's he's working at like a soda bottling company, mm-hmm. and he, I think he's in Brazil or somewhere, and he cuts himself, and just a drop of blood, just one little drop of blood, goes into one of the bottles. Right. Like you wouldn't even know about it. You couldn't. You wouldn't see it. You know, his blood's all contaminated with the radioactives. I think someone gets sick with it, and that's how they kind of track him down where he's at. Oh shit! You could be onto something here. 
maybe it was like that. Maybe they had a whole, some employee came in, had a massive quantity of marijuana <laughs> or THC or something, and it accidentally got knocked during the, into one of the mixes for vanilla bean ice cream and they just couldn't do anything about it. It's just like, oh, geez. I'd be more pissed I lost that much quantity of THC. Well, we can't get that back. Let's hope it, it gets diluted or it's... <laughs> Try to sneak that uh, bucket of gelato out to your car on your next break. So maybe that happened. Maybe that's what happened. It's not the worst theory. It's not, or he did it intentionally. Not, well, if you're unlicensed to make gelato, you wouldn't want to be bringing attention to the fact that you're making gelato unlicensed by putting no. THC in your gelato. No, I wouldn't it think so. the purpose of <laughs> doing it on the sly. Correct. Correct. So what was the end game? Do you want to be a gelato company or an edibles company? Because you failed at both, clearly. It was just like an accidental, like I said, you know, it accidentally got into the production somewhere along sense. the line and they couldn't stop it or get it out or it was unknown. And oh, yeah, whoever did it didn't want to lose their job. No. And just kept, kept quiet in the hope that nothing would come from it. <laughs> and now everyone's losing their job and potentially going to jail. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing being an unlicensed anything, <laughs> they're probably not going to have security cameras to see where it happened along the production line. This is true, which means it's everyone's ass. Yeah. I mean, also, I think the whole, you know, running a business unlicensed, that's a, probably a big no-no these days. True. Probably doing anything unlicensed is. Good luck getting that license in either the THC world or the gelato world. Because <laughs> <laughs> you suck at both, apparently, because apparently the gelato stinks. ODing people with weed, which is impressive because I don't think that's ever happened. Oh, well, here's something to come down on. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Nameless podcast segment of the week. Can someone tell me what a podcast is? All right. This week, I'm a gambling man. I love me some good gambling. I'm ice cold right now. I'm a glacier right now. Like, if the Titanic was to set out, this would be an iceberg that they would see. That's how cold I am with my gambling. Sometimes you just throw shit at the wall hoping it sticks. When you're sports betting, you know, you lose a couple NFL picks, you drop a couple NBA picks. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, Korean basketball is on at 3.30 in the morning. Eventually you've got to make your money back, right? Korean basketball, their centers would probably be about 5-2. I think they are. <laughs> it's really an unwatchable sport. But when you got some money on it, you're like, all of a sudden I'm invested in these people. Like, and how the fuck did Yao Ming come from this area of the world? I think it was China. I said area of the world. I meant Asia. Well, millions of them. There's bound to be one that's tall. I was gonna, well, I think he's been the only fucking one. <laughs> so, are they due to strike again? Who knows? But that leads us to this week's clip where a Twitch streamer is doing some live blackjack betting. Fortunately, we don't have this type of gambling in Massachusetts because they think too many people will lose money, at least with the sports book. You can deter some of like the old casino people. Because I think the last thing you need is, you know, your great grandma on a retirement fund just hitting, you know, spin, spin, spin on an app, you know, fake casino app on a phone where you're guaranteed to lose. At least with sports, I can come up with the excuse that it's rigged. You can definitely do the same about the slots, but you lose it a lot quicker. We sports about half a chance. Exactly. Exactly. At least I have four hours to then come to the conclusion that sports are rigged. <laughs> it's, it's the... 
experience. It's the memories we make on the way. And this Twitch streamer gets into it with a blackjack dealer. Here we go. So he's laughing. <laughs> Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't talking about me. Getting fired. Who getting fired? He tells him he's getting fired. <laughs> Yo! All bets is closed. Yeah, right. It's your <laughs> last see. day, buddy. Dealer show with a seven. That's why I got two jobs. If any of it was. You up four in the morning playing blackjack. Fucking loser. <laughs> why are you trying to bug with me? Hold on. Facts. Sending that <laughs> to your manager. Yo ass gone. So this is clearly a man who has been losing all night. <laughs> Just needs a win. And that dealer was having none of it. I wish they showed the hand at the end because I guarantee you the dealer won. What are you doing at 4 a.m. in the morning? Listen, you're either beaten off or gambling. It's really all there is to do. Sometimes I want in the same too. Listen, listen. Korean basketball. I think at least beating off is still free. Speaking of that, right? Because I've moved this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Have you got anything more to say about our, our boy there? I, uh, I'm praying for his big win, and I only want that big win to come against that specific dealer. <laughs> well, yeah, so I moved, and I did it most, most of it's what I've done this week, so I'm fairly set up, but I've moved about... Two hours, 45 minutes from where I lived to a bigger um, city. It's like a, some might say it's a small city or a big country town, but it's it's close to the capital city of uh, my state. At, I think about 30-something minutes or 60 minutes. or I don't know. I'd, I'd have to, might actually check while we're on, on the air. Oh, look at that. Behind the scenes. I know. Behind the curtain. At 30 minutes is not bad for a major city. Uh, having said that, it's still pretty big anyway. Okay, so True. at the moment, Google Maps is telling me one hour, seven minutes. No, you can make that in 30. By car. <laughs> drive, like a, drive like a maniac, you can make it. Which is still good anyway. Like, it's knocking off an hour pretty much from where I moved from. Oh, that's true, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like I said, a bigger city from where I've moved from too. So there's more shops and, you know, more variety of things. Yes. And that's what I'm getting to, right? So I'm on, I'm single, as I think we've mentioned in the past. So I'm on a, you know, a few dating apps. And you kind of, after a while, not a lot out there, you know, you're swiping and it's like you, you've exhausted everyone in your area. You've either sure. swipe no to, you know, the ones you don't want to, and then you swipe yes to the ones you're keen on and you don't hear back. You don't get a match or whatever. The move is being good i haven't met anyone like physically right i've gotten more likes mm. and more matches <laughs> okay cleaning up in the new city and just the week that i've like i changed even before i moved once i got the keys i should say i changed my location manually on the apps because right you know i'm gonna gonna be there later this week so i'll do that so yeah no they could sense that you're the big baller moving in they could they could sense your aura a lot more profiles to actually, you know, flick through and go yes or no to. And yeah, even though I can't see some of the likes because I'm, you know, who pays for dating apps. 
psychopaths. I've got like likes there and, you know, so it's like, well, I might accidentally stumble across the one that's like me and like them back. But of course. Yeah. And the quality has kind of gone up a little bit too. Oh. I've gone from boiled lollies to chocolate. Shout out to every girl from my former place that I moved from, I guess. I don't know if that was a shout out there, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, yeah, they seem a little bit, I don't know, a little bit less country, put it that way. Hey. I've never gone out shooting. I've never been camping. I've, you know, I don't own a four wheel drive or a ute. I don't like country music. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just not country. I was with you on. Or no, I'm only with you on one of those four. I have to have four-wheel drive because of the snow. Yeah, so I've never had to, like, not once. Like, I'll look at profiles from before I moved, and it'll be like, oh, like, four-wheel driving, like, as in going out and four-wheel driving. I was going to say, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Not because they have to to get from A to B. It's <laughs> something to do with the weekend, you know. I'm not one of these people like, oh, I love hiking and... You know, <sighs> rock climbing, and it's like, no, I'm not. No. no, hiking is very dumb to me because it's always done during like the summer. Like, I could be hiking the golf course where I have moved to. <laughs> I'm on the second floor. There's only 17 steps, which doesn't seem like a lot. Adds and up it quick. Is. But when you're not used to doing steps and you're moving shit, yeah, you're like, obviously, there'll be an adjustment stage. But my God, my body was just. <laughs> Getting your ass kicked? Yeah, calves and hamstrings were so tight and oh. lower back was, yeah, like, because I pretty much moved, apart from my brother who, and my mum, like, my brother helped me load big stuff into a van that I hired to take it. But once yep. I got to the place, the way I got it up, I had to, because they were brand new bed frame. So to get that upstairs, I had to undo the bed frame box in the, to the van and take it up part by part. <laughs> so Jesus. That's how I got that up. The mattress, obviously I couldn't do that. It was like a vacuum sealed mattress in a box. So I had to sort of warp that in oh as best God. as I could. Yep. And then looking like a fucking moron the whole time. Yeah. And then when I got to the stairs, I sort of did it like it was you seen that's like strongman competitions where they yes. do yes. The, the, log, yeah. the log throws. I kind yep. of did it yeah, like it was a log. I don't know that way. Yep. My mum TV in the back of car with clothing underneath it in bags to sort of absorb it or some pillows behind and front. It was like 55 inch TV. And that's the last that thing way. you want when you get moved in. You just want to fucking throw on the TV, play some video games, watch something. God forbid you turn on your TV and you've got some fucking cracks or the screen's all fucked up. Oh. That was fine. That, that was all good. It was weird because actually I dropped all that off. My car was too small to move my TV. So I had to borrow my mum's car, but she needed it later in the week. So I had to do that in a day. So I worked out, including yesterday, I drove about 26 hours within a week. Like back and back and forth and moving stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. So between having sore legs from lifting and walking upstairs and whatnot, yeah. it was, then on top of that was the fitting for a couple of hours, which isn't a lot, but when no. you've got sore extremities, it does that up. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it's been 30 degrees, 31, 32 degrees here, which I think is maybe low 90s. I'm not sure. I'll just double check. The moving, I mean, moving, you need to do it like during the spring when it's, you know, okay. in the middle of the pack. 30 degrees is 86. 
Fahrenheit. <laughs> and I think it got to 32 at one stage, so 89. Yeah. And humid, you were saying? Yeah, one of the days it was a little bit humid with rain. It was a bit, <sighs> bit stormy. But uh, the day that I had to get the keys, it yep. was warm, but we actually had some flooding. Had a downpour. Oh, shit. So I had to stop four times on the way because there was oh, water God. over the road and it slowed down. Not not to a dead stop, but slowed down and Still, go yeah. that. More time added onto your fucking trips. Yeah. So yesterday I actually had time before I came back here for well, before I came back for like sort of permanent, I had a full body massage before I left. <laughs> hey. Got hey. the leg, the arms, got the back of the neck, and the, yeah, it was so No, I didn't get that, unfortunately. So while I was doing it, like it was relaxing, but also sore in certain places. Oh, fuck yeah. And I got cupping on the back as well. So, ooh, so ooh. that was like an added extra as well. So that was yeah. So probably give me a day or so, and I'll probably be feeling rather brightly and good again. But no yeah. shit. Keep me posted on that because I've been told. That I should do that because, like, during golf season, like the beginning of golf season, I'll go to the driving range before any of the courses open, which is honestly, you mean the cupping I, or the massage? Both, yeah, no, uh, do it. No, I definitely it does really, yeah. And like, I see a chiropractor too, so I'm gonna have to, you know, like anything when you move, I've got to find a new GP, new chiropractor, Oof. what else, new chemist, exactly. Just a matter of doing that. Well, like I said to you in the pre-show, you will be constantly, quote-unquote, moving in until the day you move out because moving is the worst. I was telling you, and I texted you, I was moving out of one of my old places, and it got to the point, like, we were on the second floor, very tight stairway. I was bringing down the bed, and then finally I was like, I don't even care about the security deposit anymore and just fucking let the bed fall. Like, destroyed the railing. It's like, I don't care. I do not care. Like, I'm done. I'm so done Shit. I'll probably put things up on Facebook Marketplace and, and stuff like that. Sell things that I'll, um, like, yeah. clothing that I've, you know, got bagged up that I'll pull out. Go, oh, I haven't worn this in a while. The, the whole, you know, forever moving in type thing, it's probably even more of a thing too when you're moving from a house, like a family member's house, because you know yes. no one else is going to be moving into your room kind of thing. Exactly. You know, or you can leave stuff there and you Right, which is nice. Your parents or your sister or an aunt or whatever, they're not going to throw it out or they're going to keep it there in storage for you or whatever. Exactly. You don't have to you know, worry about it too much. No, so. that's half the battle. I mean, that makes everything easier. From a parent's house to a new place is always easy. Old place to a new place is fucking yeah. And the fact I've got to go back next week for family functions. Oh, that's true. So I've kept clothing there that I'm going to wear for, for that. Very smart. Because it's like, you know, I'll, I'll leave that clothing there. Damn right. But I think I worked out, I've had about 10 moves in, it wouldn't even be 10 years, I don't think. No shit. Jesus. But, and obviously COVID buggered things up. You know, oh, was fuck yeah. Two moves there that didn't need to happen. One, one, two, yeah, two, yeah. Just because of, you know, losing jobs and then bouncing around a little bit. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just like... This wish, you know, this if I can stay here for a prolonged period of time where I'm at now, you know, I seem pretty be like anything. It takes a while for it to be your own. Yes, so I'm happy with the setup. So damn right, yeah, I don't feel claustrophobic. Where I've stayed in places before and I felt claustrophobic. 
and that's the worst because then you're just never like everything is just constantly yeah. miserable like you can't stretch your legs or something oh. like that but i don't, don't feel that here which is good that's awesome yep big ups to you big congratulations to you thank you, thank you. elvis impression uh, no uh, yeah maybe <laughs> close <laughs> sounded like it well on that note i will leave the building until next week take it easy peace <laughs>